0: you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. A plane crash that results in the death of the pilot is a tragedy, but what about four planes and four pilots? The United States Air Force demonstration team also known as the Thunderbirds, is considered one of the most skilled and respected teams of jet pilots in the world. They have been thrilling millions of spectators for decades. This was true in 1982 when the Thunderbirds were practicing for an air show performance in Nevada. But without warning or any sign that something might be wrong, the four T-38 jets that made up what they call the Diamond Formation slammed into the desert floor, killing all four pilots. How could four of the finest aviators in the world, with thousands of flying hours each and flying aircraft that were meticulously maintained, how could they have crashed at the same moment? To understand how this occurred, you have to understand how they do what they do. The Thunderbird Diamond Formation amazes audiences because the jets fly close to each other, and I mean close. When in formation, the four jets can fly as close as 18 inches from each other. That is about as far as your fingertips are from your elbow. They do this while racing through the sky at about 500 miles an hour. Not only that, but they don't fly straight. They turn, roll, and loop the planes all while they are less than two feet apart. To understand how they could do that, You can find videos online that are taken from the cockpit of the jets. What looks like a solid formation from the ground, in reality, is a moving and shifting dance of jets. In the video, you can see that every second, the pilots are making very small corrections to maintain the correct position. All of them except the lead jet, the number one. The pilot of the lead holds his plane very still so that the others can guide on him. In fact, the others don't look where they're going. They focus completely on the leader to maintain the correct position from him. The skill, focus, and courage of these pilots is what makes them respected around the world. There is an image here that is closely related to one found in the Bible about Jesus. This is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, Let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself. So that you will not grow weary and lose heart. It is the image of fixing our eyes on Jesus that is our focus. There are many things that can interfere with our spiritual journey. The description is of a distance runner that wants to finish what they have started. The first part of this verse says, We need to be aware of those things that can weigh us down. We should lay those things aside, the things that encumber us and trip us up, because running with endurance means we cannot drag other things along. Imagine trying to run a marathon carrying a set of golf clubs. The two activities are not compatible. So for the spiritual marathon he is speaking of, we need to make some choices about what gets left behind. Many ideas, activities, and priorities are not going to work with a journey toward the God of heaven. But this is where the image of fixing our vision on Jesus comes in. The image is following our leader in the race, pacing ourselves, and letting him show us the way. If we make the choice to follow Jesus, we must use that view as the guide to our life. Hate or anger can trip us up. But if our vision is filled with the image of the one that told us to love our enemies, those ideas lose power and importance. If we Follow his example of sacrifice, pride gets left on the side of the road. If we don't take our eyes off the lead runner, we can keep stride, keep the pace, and never lose our way. But a leader must be able to lead. Notice that the writer of Hebrews says that Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility. By sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Notice that this trouble is from a different direction. The first statement was about what we carried into the race, the things that weigh us down or trip us up. Those things belong to us. This speaks of the things that Jesus went through to complete his task. There is a clear understanding that these things threaten us as well, these outside elements that would pull our vision away from the leader of this race. But we do not dare, because he has shown us that we can succeed. The words, consider him, is like saying, look and watch closely. This is where the story of the Thunderbirds comes in. At 500 miles an hour and flying less than two feet away, they are watching the flight leader very closely, because they know the consequences of losing sight of him would be disastrous. The show calls for maneuvers, turns, loops, but those pilots are locked in and never look away. That is how we need to be with Jesus. Our lives will take twists and turns, ups and downs, but we have to keep our eyes fixed on the one that can see us through to a better place, a holy place. Place of love. We must be locked in and never look away. We follow him because he is everything we need. Listen as the Apostle Paul describes Jesus. This is a section from the book of Colossians, chapter 1. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth If indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven. There are so many things in this reading that deserve their own podcast, but you see the many ways that Jesus is described as being the leader, the ruler, and the one worthy to be followed. But it is a verse a little after that that relates to what we have been talking about. In chapter 2, verse 4, he says, I say this in order that no one deludes you with false arguments. Paul says there are those that will confuse or mislead you. At the beginning, we spoke of four plane crashes and four deaths that occurred in 1982. The Thunderbirds were practicing for an air show in Nevada. While practicing, something happened to the flight leader's plane. The diamond formation of four jets was completing a loop maneuver when the leader's plane malfunctioned, and he could not pull out of the loop. But following him were the other three members of the diamond formation, locked in and guiding on him. All four planes crashed into the ground. This was not the fault of the leader. He could not control his plane, and There was no time to warn the others by radio. He never intended to lead his friends to their deaths, but that was what happened. If we follow someone other than Jesus, we risk the same thing. There are those that have chosen not to fix their eyes on the message of Jesus and of the apostles and have taken people off the path, whether they intended to or not. It does not matter. If we begin following someone other than Jesus, we risk what Paul called being deluded. Our vision becomes locked in and guiding on someone other than Jesus. If that happens, we will face disaster and will fly right into the desert floor. So then, the next time you see the Thunderbirds or the Blue Angels flying at an air show or event, picture those pilots locked in and guiding on the leader. And think about the trust they are putting in him to lead the right way. Now ask yourself, who do you trust to lead you home? Thank you for listening to this episode of by the still water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.